What is up, guys? Welcome back here to the BT Podcast here on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. This week's episode is going to just be me talking about my Knicks and the Knicks and how they're kind of shocking the NBA right now and current fifth seed in the East and one of the better defensive teams in the league and breakout year from Julius Randle and some good rookies and quickly. And that's so that's this that's that's what this this week's episode is about. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I'm going to have fun talking about it since I'm a Knicks fan. I'll see you guys. Now it's time to get right back into the episode. Alright, all. So, the Knicks have been playing really well lately, and as a Knicks fan, coming into the season, I had very low expectations, you know. I knew that we were probably going to be better than we were last year, but to come in and be a freaking, you know, 5 seed right now at the end of the first half. I just find that incredible. Like, like what? A five seed at the end of round, at the end of like, um, the first half is just remarkable, I guess. Like, it was kind of shocking because it was like, the heck is going on with the Knicks? Like, they're one of the better teams in the East right now, and they're proving why. Uh, obviously there's a lot of doubters like saying, oh, this is a fluke, blah, 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 but I don't think it is a fluke. I honestly don't think it's a fluke. And I think that they're, I think they are a good team, and I think that they will be, if they get to the playoffs, I think they could win, I think they could win a series or two. But yeah, but let's talk about it. So, uh, Tom Thibodeau, that Tom Thibodeau coach, uh, connect coaching thing. It's definitely worked out. Uh, as you can tell, it has definitely worked out. Uh, the Knicks are currently a five seed. They're one of the top defensive teams in the league. Uh, they are. So yeah, that has definitely worked out. Uh, Julius Randle has been a surprise this year. I don't think anyone really expected him to have this breakout year. I mean, everyone knew that he was good when he got drafted. What seventh overall back in? What was it? What what? Twenty twelve. Twenty twenty thirteen. And so everybody knew that he was in like that he had this much potential. He just never put it all together. And then this year he put it all together, made the All Star team, and is leading a team that had little to none expect no expectations this year to a playoff spot if the season ended today, which is just bizarre. Um so yeah, people still call him for being overrated. If anything he's underrated, not overrated, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Obi Toppin has been a very disappointment. He's battled injuries, but can you do injuries are a part of a thing. Amelia quickly has been really surprising, being, what, the 26th overall pick and the draft this past, like, year. Quickly has been surprising. We have guys like, um, you know, Quickly's been good. Austin Rivers was good when he's in. Derrick Rose has come back and has kind of been, like, that vocal point for the Knicks. Uh... It seems like all the signings, like, no one's Noel has been a solid addition to Mitchell Robinson where he's been out. And he's also been a good veteran leader to Mitchell Robinson. Um, I think the problem with the Knicks is they have too many guards right now. Austin Rivers, Derrick Rose, uh, who else do they have? Frank Nierkino, Alec Burks, like, they have, Emmanuel Quickly, like, they have way too many guards. Which is fine, I mean, you can never have enough shooters in the NBA, but, I mean... You know, I mean, they have the young phenom and R.J. Barrett, who they took last year with the third overall pick out of Duke. Obviously, he went behind Zion and John Morant. 
Yeah, the Knicks are honestly looking pretty good right now. I'm pretty, su- like, not surprised, but pretty happy with the way they've been playing. Like, as a Knicks fan, I went through seven years of depression with them. Like, 2013 was the last good year. So I guess you could say 2014. But, yeah, it was really depressing. It was just like, oh my goodness, you know? It was just depressing, like, in the past, like, couple years with the Mellow era and then the Mellow, Kamau Anthony, J.R. Smith kind of era, and then that era kind of died out. And then we're seeing, then we had, like, then we overpaid for Joe Noah, which last year still paying him that contract. Ooh. It's just really bad at this point. Uh, let's see, what else? Like, Went through, we went through a gazillion coaches in that time, like Mike Woodson, Mike Miller, who I actually liked Mike Miller as a coach, but I definitely don't think he was going to lead us to, like, where we are now. Like, he definitely wasn't going to lead the Knicks to where they are now. That just wasn't going to happen, but I did like Mike Miller as a coach. They had Jeff Hornacek, who I absolutely hated as the head coach of the Knicks. Like, I absolutely hated Jeff Hornacek with, like, ugh. The head coach of he's the assistant coach of the Rockets, the assistant coach of the Houston Rockets right now. But I hated him. Like, oh, he was so bad. Then we had David Fisdale. Oh, he was terrible too. David Fisdale. That one Knicks game where we went like where we got blown up by I think it was like fifty to the Bucks. Like, no, bud. Like that just can't happen. Like that honestly just can't happen. Um. See what else like. A million, like, missing out on top three agents, like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, LeBron James, like, so many different key guys. But I think that, I think with the Knicks, like, if they make the playoffs, I think they're already proven the stars that maybe you do want to come play New York. But if you can't prove to a star now, maybe you convince them by, you know, maybe you can, you know, maybe you can lower a, a rally marketing. Or something like that to New York to have them kind of compliment. I mean, marketing plays powerful, so that wouldn't really be a good move because you have Randall there. But you get the gist. Like, they, maybe they can go, and, you know, I'm also hearing that they're in on Victor and Depot. Colin Anthony Towns wants to work his way out of Minnesota to the Knicks. They're in on Andre Drummond. Uh, they're both well, the front runners for Drummond. Uh, what else are they in on? There's a lot of key guys. Like, the Knicks, are they going to be back potentially? And, like, yeah, so I'm going to go over the guys that I want them to trade for, potentially, and, and who I would advise them to stay away from. Uh, so, one of the guys I would stay away from is Cat. Uh, Cat probably wants to go win a championship, and I'm not sure New York is really ready for that yet, especially with teams like Brooklyn and Philadelphia and Milwaukee still in the Eastern Conference and still being good. I just don't think that the Knicks should really give up their entire young core, like RJ Barrett and Kevin Knox and all of them just for, you know, a cat and just to maybe win one extra playoff series. Like, next guy, Andre Drummond. Listen, he went to college in my home state of Connecticut at UConn. As a Knicks fan, when a guy goes to, as a fan of a team, when, like, when a player who played at your home, like, college, I guess, because I'm a Michigan fan, but, uh, but when he played, he played in my home state, college basketball, I would love nothing more but for Kemp, but for Andre Drummond to take his talents to the New York Knicks. 
Victor Oladipo, he seems like a head case at this point. Didn't seem like he wanted to be in Indiana. I saw he just rejected a uh, two-year extension for Rockets. I don't know. Victor Oladipo just seems like a head case to me, and I'm not really sure that I would want somebody like him in like, with the Knicks because I feel like it would just be really bad for a young culture. I'm here with Zach Levine now. I want to be opposed to that, but like we have Andre Barrett, we have Amir quickly, and we just have too many guards like Austin Rivers. Like I just don't get the like why giving up so many assets when you can just get Levine free agency in what next year, next off season. The main guy would like to go off for after, but it's probably not gonna happen. He's actually on the Suns and Chris Paul. I mean, just look what he did with Phoenix and kind of was able to turn them around and lead them to like a top two seed. So. Yeah, I think Chris Paul would be nice in the Knicks. Do I think it will happen? Absolutely not. But I would I would love to see. But that's kind of like me talking about the Knicks now. To me, it doesn't really matter where they finish. Out each, where it's, it's the 1 seed, the 5 seed, the 10 seed. Like, or if they finish last in the conference, this part, this thought has, will always hold a special place in my heart. And it means we're going somewhere. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you guys in a few minutes. If you guys continue to enjoy these episodes, as always, you know, you guys know what to do. Leave a review on Spotify, leave a like, all that great stuff. Where you can find me in the future, so, uh, Instagram, Brand Brandana, or the B-Through Podcast. Uh, I'm also going to be doing a few other things. If you want to check out my YouTube channel, Brandon Games123. I have some a music video dropping with my friend who actually, might, well, you guys know, my death reel from last week's episode. So, we, we have some fun stuff planned in the future that I'm working on. I also got a few more stuff planned for this. And a lot more other stuff as well. So, you guys do not want to miss this. And if I was you, I would do what we have to do to turn these notifications on and rate this podcast five stars on Spotify. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys so much for all the support. And I cannot wait, and I really cannot wait to continue this journey with you all post 2021. Peace out, guys.